Welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Arlene Schacht. I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And I'm Nathaniel Schacht. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Why don't you ever lead off, Nathaniel? Yeah. I did on the first one. Did you? Yes, I was did. the first ever intro to this podcast. Are you kidding me? Yeah, because no, we were too not. scared. <laughs> oh, I was terrified. Yeah, that, that sounds like all of us, I guess. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have so much to talk about this time. This oh, okay. So much to talk oh, I'll about. I'll just sip my coffee here. So yeah, first of all, well, we had a delivery yesterday. We ordered some food from Smitty's, seeing it was our special Valentine date at home. And our car didn't work. Yeah. So then the the guy who delivered the the uh, food, I thought he reminded me a little bit. He looked a little bit like Justin Bieber. Okay. And and he said, "Oh, you podcast cuz our our microphones were out. So if he's listening right right now, hello Hunter." So I said, "Oh, are you a Christian?" which is really weird because normally you don't really ask people in Winnipeg all the time cuz nobody's a Christian out there. But now that we yeah. moved, so many people are Christians here. So I was like, are you a Christian? He said, yeah. And I was like, oh, you might like our podcast. So yeah, he was going to check uh, it out, but he's probably listening to last week's. So Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, he was very nice. He was a nice guy. So I got to meet someone during this pandemic. And cool. another milestone. <gasps> oh, another milestone. We hit minus 40 last night. And we're gonna we're gonna hit forty below again tonight. Yeah. See, I did that I both felt ways. It. Felt it on my way home. Did you? Ooh. It was cold. You're yeah. lucky that the, your car. The has car been is still starting. starting. Yeah, the car is starting. No problem. <laughs> I don't know. Well, how. I feel kind I of either. silly because the other day um, Elaine called to borrow to talk. Well, she called to ask us about a ride, and I said, "Just borrow our car." She said, "I don't have any place to plug it in." I said. Oh, we have never, ever nope. in the history of ever <laughs> plugged our cars in. And that's that's quite again, the history of ever. I love the history, that. The history of, of ever. ever. We've yeah. never. So then she was like, oh, okay, I'll borrow your car. She comes over. My car was dead. I couldn't start it. And then she borrowed dad's car and took it home and everything. It worked okay. But then uh, two days ago, it didn't start. So now we've learned our lesson. Wow. Never leave it two days in a driveway in the wind. Like it's so used to having. I do that a every day. Well, I know. Yeah, See, I leave it you're, in an you're open You're rolling the lot. dice, guy. You're rolling the dice. One yeah, of these times, boom. Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna well, work. what am I gonna do about it? You know, it's it's fate. It's more sheltered where you are too, because you've got cars. Uh, I don't well, you've think got cars, so. Yeah, on either oh, side uh, of you. I park in the most open spot. I've never had somebody park near me. It oh. seems easy. I'm like, like in, a in the middle lot. of a field. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I don't know how the car is starting. Honestly, it's a it's a miracle every time. Well, mm. especially at forty below. Yeah, yeah. That's just that's just. Well, for us, we didn't run it for two days, and then I went outside, and it and it just didn't really want to go. And yeah, so it even we ran stayed out of home. gas. Hey, it even <laughs> ran out of gas and still ran. <laughs> After I that. heard. So you guys, uh, so Graham called Brendan and he ran to the was gas station. Yeah. yeah, that's what everybody told us. Yeah, no, yeah. I feel bad about that one. I totally <laughs> forgot to fill up on the way home. Well, make sure that also you don't let the gas go low because you can't do that in cold temperatures. You have yeah, to keep it I know full. that too. Yeah, yeah I, I, I obviously you don't. <laughs> okay, easy there. No, I'm kidding. Don't test my knowledge of cars here. So it was a blessing for us that... 
Dan Skabovius came, Elaine's husband. Everybody mm. knows who Elaine is on the podcast. We talk about her every well, single week. Everyone knows who Jumpstart Dan is. Yeah, so Dan came to jumpstart our cars, got Dad's car working, but didn't get my car working. It's a brick. Mine's yeah, your car sitting. has been sitting there too long without it's use. Months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, well. It's so well, It's warming up next week. I just got to last that long. I oh. think by Friday, it's supposed to be... Eh. It's yeah, it looks like it's reasonable. actually going above zero. <gasps> no. That's what they're calling. <laughs> we both go. <laughs> Wait a minute. Zero Fahrenheit or zero Celsius? Um, Celsius. Celsius. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. just, just for everyone listening, that's 30, 32 Fahrenheit. Well, yeah, then zero. maybe we can have part two of our Valentine date. We're supposed to well, go out nice. for our Valentine date. Um, I'm going to buy him some um, cinnamon buns with raisins in them. I'm on the lookout for those. Because people are notoriously chintzy when it comes mm-hmm. to this. cinnamon buns, making cinnamon buns with raisins. I don't, I don't like raisins. It. We've, we've uh, talked about this, but yeah, I just have, have to make sure that's concrete. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not inviting you over for cinnamon buns. Someone's then. just on their way over here right now with a raisin pie listening to the podcast. I mean, I'm not around. saying you guys don't like raisins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, someone listened to our podcast last week, speaking of which, and okay. they had a little message for you. Uh oh. Is it you correcting t- something I made a false claim on? Mm, I, it's your bad attitude. Oh. <gasps> oh. <laughs> No. You've been called out there, boy. It says, you can tell Nathaniel that his attitude on customer service is the issue with customer service these days. Do you remember that wow. conversation? <laughs> I do remember that. But it I stand by never, what I said. <laughs> it is never okay to be rude to a customer. Would you say that you were rude to a customer? Because no. it sounded like it. That's the impression I got from your Maybe. comment last week. I was just saying I I it's really easy to be frustrated with a customer. And you it shouldn't is. be rude, but the, it's easy to ease, to fall out of that. Like, I'm not saying I, you should. I have never seen you be short or rude with anybody. Now, so are you being well, honest that you would actually... I'm just actually... saying, I've never really had to work with customers. I'm just saying I could see myself being in a position where I'd get very frustrated to the point where I might kind of wave it off. I wouldn't get mad at them, but I, I might just respond a little rude compared to most people. Like compared to someone who's just really into it yeah you know i don't know how to word this without making me sound like an enemy here (laughs) yeah you're not doing you're not doing yourself favors i'm I'm, okay i'm just saying that i you shouldn't like people are gonna get frustrated okay (laughs) Uh, and i and i understand why they do so yeah we were talking about GoDaddy last week and you were what i guess what you were doing is empathizing with the guy on the line yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot of experience with being very, very tired at work. Like okay. two days without sleep kind of tired. And it's but I like, would hope that should you have a customer who frustrates you, that you would do better. I would try. Like, I'm not saying I'm using it as an excuse. I'm, I'm just saying that if it was a lot going wrong and I just cracked at some point, like maybe somebody in that position would. Because I know how hard yeah. it is to try to keep your composure when you're really frustrated, really tired. And I think too, maybe uh, for for you, it depends on how petty the whole situation is. Yeah, that might. Have, yeah, that that's might what we were kind of saying. Because maybe that that issue is something that most people would easily solve, but it's something you just didn't understand at the time. And maybe yeah. he's just frustrated that he has to deal with that. 
See now, I'm, I, he I'm shouldn't. On... I'm not saying he's okay to do that. I'm not saying that right. He's yeah. in the right. Okay, in any way. good. Yeah. yeah, nobody's condoning that. I mean, but that's... it's just understandable. See, that's yeah. that's my background, for, you know, for for business for what thirty years plus doing this, and it's been a case where, um, you know, people coming in and dealing with all kinds of things, and it gets to the point where you get so used to dealing with people and how little things can be big things to you know to somebody else, and and you just learn to deal with that and and turn it all to a positive, and everybody's all friends by the end of the conversation. That's kind of the challenge. That that's what I think I really thrived on for a mm-hmm. long time was turning something that was just an awful situation into something where everybody is happy and you know and and yeah I don't know I've, I've it, but I've seen it so many times so I can see it in a place where where you're working where that could be an issue you know yeah. um, you you have so many people that come in the door every day thousands thousands right. upon thousands and uh, you're bound to get people who are not going to be happy you know, and cause trouble for you. I, I yeah. get that. Yeah. So just so you don't lose sleep over that comment, it was just from your auntie. <laughs> oh, I'm not worried about that. You know what? Oh, that's funny. It's a good See, thing to I point am, out. I am nice to customers, very nice as I can be. But as soon as they leave, I am just might cry. Like, I'm a bit of a crier. So I won't, I'll never, ever, ever, like, take it out on them. But I mm-hmm. will go and cry. Like yeah, customer like, service right could back. be stressful. No, yeah, like, yeah, I used to very, be a cashier. It was hard. One lady actually sat on the floor at my cash register because we were waiting for a price check. And I don't think she was weak. I think she was trying to show me that she was tired of waiting. So everybody was kind of looking at her. She was just like sitting on the floor looking like mm. she was trying to show me you know that i'm tired of waiting i'm gonna sit down here on the floor it was it was weird there was <laughs> yeah there was a woman <laughs> who used to come shopping every week i used to work at kmart back in the day we don't have that out here anymore i don't think but one lady would come and buy like two cartfuls of stuff just buy everything she could and then the next morning she would return it all they always said, I think, like, she's, like, a compulsive shopper. It was really interesting, actually. Huh. That's sad. Very frustrating, too, because yeah. I guess she would get home, and then her husband would be like, no, you have to bring all that back tomorrow. So she would bring it all back and return it all again. But, yeah, I had never really seen a compulsive shopper before that. Mm. I'm a I bit of a... shopping. What? I hate shopping. Mm. I don't like going to the store. I love it. If it's for like household goods, like if you had to go shop, what yeah. would be, what would you love to shop for? Like the one thing or the only thing that you wouldn't mind shopping for? What would it be? Uh, oh, I just go to like a music store, like a any of the ones ah. we have out here. I think yeah. those are fun to browse, like play around with the tech they got and all that. Yeah. Yeah. What about I you, have, Michael? Wait a minute. Okay, so let's back up here for a second. Okay. So you're saying a music store. Now, what what do you mean by music store? I mean, just any of the big chains we have out here. Long and McQuaid. Is oh, okay. Like, like guitars? Like instruments. Yeah, or just like, all the okay. tech they have, that kind of stuff. Oh, I wasn't sure if you were talking like HMV or something. No, oh, no. records. Yeah, sorry. I mean yeah. like recording stuff, engineer oh, stuff, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's really mm-hmm. fun. 
That would be on my the top of my list. That would too. be your list too. Yeah, yeah. I could yeah, stay in one sure. of those for hours just looking at the stuff they have. Oh yeah, it was crazy when uh, when they started to prohibit people from going in the store. Yeah, you know, because that was that was all the fun in buying something there is totally. to go in and kick the tires and take a look at everything and yeah, right, it was, yeah. really took away from it. My favorite yeah. is like Hobby Lobby. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Nathaniel. It's kind of like Home Sense out it. here. You I have not seen it. I've never been to one. Oh, I don't I think no I've idea. ever been to one. It is like. I've never I been to a Chick-fil-A. I would assume. See, yeah, Whoa. both of those are Christian <laughs> stores. Or one's a Christian restaurant, one's a Christian store. But at Hobby Lobby, they actually have Christian music playing. But it's huh. like, it's a household store. Like you can buy pictures, ornaments, just cute little things for your shelf. I could be in there. And I do be in there. And I do be in there. For hours on end. <laughs> I, I just like keep there. walking up and down the aisles. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's nice. I'm a romper wow. room doobie in there. <laughs> love, love it. So, yeah, Home Sense, too. I See, really I'm, I'm love it. really bad at designing rooms or houses. So I'd go in there and I would get really stressed out just looking at like, okay, here's some weird vines I could put everywhere. I don't know where to put this painting, that kind of thing. It's... That, that Strangely me enough, though, you have bought some really cool stuff that now I have. Like, like a big blue bird. Well, Wasn't that, that blue your bird big was blue amazing bird. though? It's what a big bird? fat pastel blue bird. I love that oh, bird. the one that now oh. I'm fat shaming the bird. Oh yeah. yeah. It's big. <laughs> you bought that? Of course I bought that. That was like thirty, forty dollars. Why would you buy that? Because it, it was so awesome. cool and he loved it. It's a I know it's bird. That, I don't so know what to cool. make of that. It's so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I was thinking the other day is it has no purpose because it's the one that Julia um, for everybody listening our granddaughter she just yeah. loves it she has to touch the head of this bird right and I just it's thought, great what's the point of this bird is the purpose could is be a just cookie jar to be <laughs> it's to just be. a big bird it's just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a big porcelain bird yeah oh, well it's beautiful I had that on it's, my it's desk very for a large while. yeah and then you were like, I said, I love that bird. And you said, well, you can have it if you want. I guess once you got tired of it after you had it, it for a while, I was like, didn't yeah. really suit my, my decor. Yeah. The look I'm going for. It looked more like my office kind of thing. Yeah. What, what is your decor? If you were to describe it. Ooh, okay. Brown and black, brown but like a black. nature style. So like a nice wooden brown. Oh, traditional. Uh, very modern oh. rustic, maybe. Wait, those two don't go together. I think they, they, they kind of do. Like they not. Do. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> like I like having things like uh, I don't know. I like I don't like decorating with decorations. I like decorating with tools, as in equipment. So like having a TV, having a monitor, having some sound boards here and there. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. It kind of reminds me of what do you call that stuff where you make ornaments with gears and... I'm not quite orn- like that. You know what I I'm like talking about? I like to work. Like steampunk? Steampunk. Steampunk. I'm definitely <laughs> so, going very steampunk with my modern rustic. Are, with are, with your TV? Your steampunk yes. TV? <laughs> yeah. I, I love steampunk. I think it's so I should so go full cool. steampunk. Yeah, you should. I've never understood it. It's a weird look. I love I love it though. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I'd love to get some of those steampunk glasses. I was oh, just thinking awesome. of that. Exactly. <laughs> I would totally wear those out. People would think I have the worst eyesight. Like these are right. special, yeah, special glasses with well, Isn't that like lenses. the guy from the trailer park boys or something like that? He's got real thick glasses. Is that, that is the a show? show I've never seen. I've never seen it, but, but I've seen I, some guy with really thick glasses. I think I know who you mean, yeah. Reminds me of that. I don't know. I think that's trailer park or something. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But, yeah, kind of reminds me of that if you would head out with thick glasses. All right. <laughs> All right. Have so, I what? Hmm? You said have I you? I was going to say, have you ever seen a show? Of that show? Yeah. No, but I have seen a show, but not of that show. <laughs> Never seen it. Have you, Nathaniel? <laughs> seen what? The guy with the thick glasses, is that like Trailer Park or something? Trailer Park Boys. Have you ever oh, seen the show? I've seen the photos, not the show, though. Nobody's yeah. ever seen this show. None of us. No. Okay. It, it might be a really awful show. <laughs> I don't have yeah. a clue. I don't know. Okay. It's never once interested me. Okay. Yeah, me neither. Mm. Maybe it's a little rough around the edges. Oh, the guy's name is Bubbles. Oh, that makes sense. I How guess. do you know? Did you just Google it? No, I remember it now. Oh, I had. Wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Pulling that from the depths of your memory right there yeah. <laughs> that's going back a long Ooh. way so what have you been working on this week any projects me yeah oh uh yeah other than your steampunk tv Ooh, uh, yeah oh i just heard a dog slam into my door um body slamming music still i've been mm. looking into i've been researching a lot of new tech. Uh, I don't know. Cool. I mean, this this might get very boring bringing it up, but have you ever been know what uh, modular synths are? Yes. No. Like patching and that stuff like that? Like what? Like patching? Get patch cables, go from one set to the other, that kind of stuff. Um, I've heard it. I've never done it. Yeah, it looks really fun. Very complicated, hmm. though. Okay, so you just you basically just tra you just connect them all together. Yeah, it's like having a board of these things, and then you can say, okay, okay, I want this constant tone that's playing to go to my reverb module, so you patch it to that. But I also want delay, so you patch from the reverb to the delay and that kind of stuff. Okay, and so you can all have right. this crazy loop that you just patch through like a hundred of these different modules. <laughs> Music's a lot different mm. than it used to be. <laughs> it, it is crazy. It is very interesting though. But it's uh, a very expensive like... hobby to get into the modular synths. Oh, is it? Oh, I can. I mean, you're supposed to have like forty be. synths to really get it going, and they're each what? like a hundred, two hundred dollars. What? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, I are mean, cheap. Yeah, you could have I like mean, you can start with like three. I mean, you can get by with that. Yeah. But you see people with like huge boards full of those things. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm. It's right. like a guitar pedal board. E oh, that's kind of very. Weird. No, not like that at all, but, you know, you get the gist. Yeah, yeah, like you're just, yeah. you're, you're, yeah, you're stringing them all together to, yeah, pretty I, much. Get, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get the concept. Just layering huh. effects, layering tones, that kind of stuff. Okay. So do you want to know what I've been up to this week? Yes. What Dad and I have both been up to? Um, I opened up an Etsy shop. Yes. Ooh. And I will give you the address of it because by the time this goes up, we will have a few things up there. So people listening to the podcast are going to get a little sneak peek of what we're setting up. Okay. okay. It is, the shop is called Shop Time Warp Wife. So it's etsy.com slash ca slash shop. 
slash shop again, Time Warp Wife. So it's shop Time Warp Wife. Once you get all that other info, etsy.com slash ca slash shop slash Time Warp Wife. And no, I think it's shop Time Warp Wife. Right. And I think it's so new that you can't actually search it yet. Really? I know. That's why I had to give them the Earl for it. Uh, okay. It's going to be really hard to find. Huh. So we are, um, we're going to be selling some of the things really affordable, but we are selling um, printables like Bible tabs, scripture images that we've made, um, things like that. Beautiful Bible tabs. Oh. So anybody who's doing Bible journaling, we are going to be creating also um, Bible binder pages. So you can get yourself a binder, print off pages, and these pages are going to be like um, pages that help you organize your Bible reading so you can have a binder full of things that you've been studying. Huh. Yeah. yeah. And that's just, that's the beginning. So there's going to yeah. be quite a few other things that will be going oh, up there. Oh, yeah. So I think eventually it'll be a lot. we'll have hundreds of things on well, there yeah, so now we'll, we've only got like six things yeah that won't six items long. in the store but we're loading it up yep yep that's mm, a good store oh I, I it's so good i haven't yeah. had any experience with it up until well we did it once we did once and um but that was it um <laughs> when brendan uh his desk well, yeah <laughs> brendan came into my office one day and he says uh, can i buy a desk and i said sure he goes, okay, thanks. And he leaves the office and I get this bill on my desk not long after and they cart this desk in made of, I don't know, like cast iron and thick wood. Yeah. And, That's and he, a nice desk. Oh, it's a gorgeous desk. And, uh, oh, I laughed because it was so expensive. It was crazy <laughs> expensive. Wow. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so he'll have that for his whole life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So ours, ours is just a digital shop, but some people sell, like, so homemade furniture and stuff like that. Do you know oh, anyone yeah. with a shop, Nathaniel? Uh, I don't personally. I just know that it's very big for online companies and stuff like that, making stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and the the commission that they keep is so low compared to other places where mm. we sell our books and that. Unreal. I thought, that's it? That's all they're charging? So, yeah, it's just right. great. You probably shouldn't be saying that out loud. Well, I didn't say how much, and I never <laughs> said what the other companies were, so I think I'm pretty safe here. Okay. <laughs> Dodging a bullet know. right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do. I'm saying it's great. So, so right. what, what product should we put up there, Nathaniel? Oh, oh. Like pillowcases. Pillowcases. No, it, it's got to be. <laughs> we'll be the new be pillow nice. people. <laughs> yeah. It's what got to be digital files. Got to be well, digital. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. We can start sewing. Mm. Yeah. Why don't you put your music up there? Why? Digital files. Digital downloads. Yeah, but you can get it for free anywhere. Really? Yeah. It's free everywhere? It's on YouTube. It uploads there automatically. True. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, when you think of a product, you let me know. Um, Digital. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Not so, yeah, I don't know. I can maybe make things at the kitchen table. Creativity has yeah. no bounds. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of stores <laughs> that we like to shop at, I just, I just thought of a second kind of store that I love to shop yeah. at. I What's forgot. That? 
And when I was a child, I used to go to the shop all the time. I remember so many Saturdays that I would hang around at the family book exchange. So a store that has used books, oh, just love them. And I just bought myself some used books about a week ago, some vintage books. So when our car is... a library? What? Is that just a library? No, you get to buy them, like cheap books. They're all vintage and you, well, they're all secondhand. So there's some vintage ones in there. Yeah, they're, oh. I mean, you can't have vintage without it being secondhand. Right. Can you? Technically? I mean, yeah. Mm, It's not likely going to be, though. I think it would have to be secondhand. Nobody's going to have a book just sitting on the shelves for like, this book's still sitting on chapter shelves for like 60 years. I mean, I'm sure no. there is a book there that has never once been taken out. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, no. Yeah, there's probably some like weird encyclopedia that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, that's what I would love to do. And I wish I could go back and like see the lady because I used to talk to her every week when I was a kid and just tell her now that I'm a writer. I think that would be really, really fun. It would be. Nathaniel, I had a question for you. Yes, this, sir. Earlier this week, I was thinking uh, I was thinking of a person. Uh, it's kind of a pet peeve with me I, I but I've only really only known one or two people in my lifetime that do this okay but it, people who use punctuation when they're speaking but they use punctuation after every word have you ever known uh, anybody like that can you explain more well yeah it always starts with well I have one for you oh and then the story starts right is that okay. punctuation you mean they have a space like after all their words yeah and like wait. a like a period or a comma okay you know where where it just stops like every word is treated like its own sentence almost and uh and then they tell a story and literally 20 minutes to tell a story and there's long gaps and then there's you know kind of the head nods and everything so it's like a real production you know, to get this this story out, and uh, so I don't know if you've ever known anybody like that. Uh, um, well, oh, your dad's friend, remember? Shh, that's who I'm talking I, about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his story was so boring. Oh, I don't even want cover. you to oh, reiterate it because it's just like listening to. It took him so long to ask you a question. It was like, well, no, uh-huh. but like he's super nice guy. Super, super nice guy. But it it's just one of those things where he he would just get into the story so much and enjoy telling a story so much. It would just make you smile. Right. But it would take him forever to get through the story. And no one would ever say, come on, come on, like hurry him along. Or I don't anything, remember or... ever smiling when he told a story. No, no, no. It I said so he boring. was smiling. Oh, yeah. Okay. He would smile. He'd have this grin and... And and he'd stop every once in a while. <laughs> we both and, know who you're talking yeah, about. <laughs> immediately. But I thought about him the other day and I thought, yeah, okay. So uh, do you know anybody who does that? Um, well, you would know right away. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> not really. People who do that not usually really. do it in chunks. Like they'll say, so I went here the other day 
and uh, they gotta have that mouth smack. <laughs> you always do the mouth smack. That's a big part of it, you know. I love the mouth smack. Yeah, you do it a lot. I'm not doing it on purpose, but I heard that he he tells me I do it. You do it. But I love it when old men talk like that. Like that old man on Home Alone. He was the neighbor. And he goes, Oh, what's his name again? He always does that when he talks. And I just love it. And the... Oh, um, the guy with the shovel. Yeah. Yes. And the Abraham Lincoln movie. He did that in the Abraham Lincoln movie. And I'm just like, oh, I love it when old men do that. I just... What, just smack their gums? I want it. Yeah. When they talk in between words. It when just, they, it sounds oh, okay. so cute. Oh, I just love it. I don't know what it is about that, but hmm. yeah. I don't know if it would sound as good with a woman doing it. Probably not. But I don't know. Yeah. It sounds nice when an old man talks like that. That's a weird thing. That, that is, I like it? Yes. I love it. I know it. what you but mean. Though. Maybe it, it was a weird nice. thing. Well, maybe it was a weird thing that I pointed out the long story with punctuation. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know anyone specifically. I know people okay. who take a long time to tell stories because they have to think about the story halfway through it. Do oh. I? Do I take a long time to tell a story? You don't usually tell stories, do you? Like, I mean, you tell stories, but you're like, okay, somebody told me this good story, and then you kind of point towards them to tell the story. I tell stories on the podcast sometimes, and that's always podcast. my fear: is that my story is going to be too long and boring. And I think so you I use try, the word rambling. Yes, yes, I try to wrap it up quick, but I'm always kind of paranoid about that. Like I am going to tell this too long of story, and everybody's just going to click off now. Like, you got to yeah, incorporate. I don't people. have confidence in my stories. You you got to make sure everyone's involved in your story. So you can be How? like telling your story and then asking like, uh, you know, like, Say ask you know. them if they had an experience with it. Saying like, oh, Maybe I was at the store. smack your gums once in a while. Yeah, smack your <laughs> yeah. gums a couple of times. But say like I was talking to somebody at the store and they were telling me about this new, this new like fruit or something that came out. You ever tried it? That kind of thing. And oh, so involve them in the conversation. Involve them into Well, then that's not really kind of, a story. You mix them into the story and say, okay, you have had it. Well, he was saying it was the good like this. And then that person will respond saying, yeah, it was like that. Huh. And kind of mm, okay. let them clarify a story almost. So I've got one of those questions that I like asking you guys. All right. You ready for it? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Michael, <laughs> think about your answer. You can't pass. Well, I can't think of what an answer is. Think about it right now. Get ready for it. <laughs> What's something that you have bought in the past and have since been like, uh, why... Did I buy that? Something that you've bought that you think, what a waste of this money. This is a giant Why blue I bird that, that I picked up once. <laughs> that was too easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. What about something that you're like, why did I pay that much money? And now um, I don't even like it. Oh, that's, I know two things now, now that I've put it that way. Really? Yes. One was the hot tub. Oh, oh, yuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. but that that wasn't going to be my answer, but the I had some hot good tub. mileage out of that hot tub. And then That's you've got this like one ton pound paperweight sitting on your deck that you can't use. You can't use your deck now because you've got a hot tub sitting on there that you never use. 
Oh, that 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 was a bad idea. You can't just get rid of it. You can't sell it. Like nobody wants to come and pick this thing up. Even oh. if we tried giving it away, we had we had trouble giving it away for nothing. And it was nice, yeah. but you had to have somebody who would like have like, you know, ten friends that are going to help them haul this thing out. Yeah, it's like heavier than a piano. It was insane. You should empty it first. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, should get out of it first, eh? <laughs> so, Michael, what is something that you've been sore you bought your hot tub Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. you have to come up with your own answer <laughs> i don't buy a lot of things that i i that i have i don't have buyer's remorse i buy a you lot of things that other remorse. people would think are dumb well well actually oh. the, the thing that i think that i wish we wouldn't have done is bought those panels of of brick wall <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was yeah, bad we recently bought like those fake like wood panels for your basement. It sounds really dumb, and it was dumb. And it's like a brick. <laughs> it sounds so bad when we're even talking about it because it was. It's like got a brick pattern on it. But we had like these really high hopes of we're going to get this paneling in. We're going to just you know, seam it. We're going to paint yeah. up the brick, make it look real, which we did. And my yes. office looks fantastic. Yep. But not without like so much work it i never want to look at another brick again that's how i felt by the time we were finished your office we did one wall one one feature wall in your office and i just thought i don't know if i want to go through that again you know and it was so hit and miss as to whether it would work or not because you have to paint it and you got to do all kinds of things to it oh yeah yeah. it was awful you've got to you've got to paint you've got to put it up then you have to seam it with like caulking, right? Then you have to paint it with like four different colors to try to make it look like real brick. Just like go over it, all kinds of like rolling. Which you did actually. And so when you walk into that room and and we and you used real mortar, you know, on the on the yeah. wall as well. Painted so every yeah. single line with concrete. Yeah. With a tiny brush. Yeah. Watered down concrete. You actually painted it with concrete. Yes. Yeah. That's how you got that weird bumpy look. Okay. Oh, it looks great. It does look yeah. awesome. First, I did yeah. it with gray, with um, concrete colored um, chalk paint yeah. so that it would look flat and paint it all. Um, I almost finished all the grout, painting it all by hand. And then dad said, you know what? Try this. Try this. So how about if we water down the concrete and paint it again? So we did that and couldn't have it too watered down so like Mm -hmm. every four minutes maybe I was in the kitchen washing out my brush going back doing it again and then the brush would just get caked with like concrete go back wash out the brush concrete yeah Yeah. try I tried using my finger ouch it's way too grainy oh yeah yeah that's right it's really abrasive you'd take all the skin off your finger yeah yeah Uh, Yeah. I thought I'll just use my finger for no no way so, so do you want to know what i sure resent paying for resent paying for yeah okay. what i'm sorry i Isn't ever regret? bought sure oh regret paying that, for that's it resent. That resent. the <laughs> one and only time i've ever bought something off of ebay hmm. they had a vintage briefcase <laughs> 
And I had to have this briefcase. Like as soon as I started bidding on it, my brain went just crazy. Like I've never been in an auction before, but I'm like, I have to have this briefcase. So I just kept bidding higher. I don't know. It was terrible. It was expensive. It was expensive. I thought, what did I do? So I got the briefcase. It's so, it's so big and stiff. And beat up. (laughs) It's not a briefcase that you could use. I thought, oh, this looks like real soft, old-fashioned leather. It's oh, just oh, was it like the hard like plastic? Hard. It it was from the '60s. So mm. to give you an idea, it was old. It smelled I've seen like it the on '40s. Movies. Yeah, <laughs> I've actually seen the same briefcase in old movies. It's just not not worth it. I'm like, oh, I never went back to buy on eBay again. But see, I don't know how to use eBay properly. Like, I think you can just buy things. You can. Just say, yeah, okay, I'll buy that. You don't have to bid. You don't have to bid. Oh, I thought some things required a bid. Well, maybe some things do. I think uh, it's... I've never hmm. used it, so there's probably a lot of people listening who are yelling at us saying we're wrong here. Oh, What? What? You get used to that after a while. I'm pretty sure that you can just buy yeah what i assume is that you could either choose to set it as a bid or a outright buy but i think so i think so yeah well see now if the three of us are in agreement then it's got to be true yeah so there you go yeah do not bring me to an auction (laughs) i'm far too competitive for an auction oh yeah you're the person i would bring to an auction no i have to win (laughs) if i want to win i'll bring you no, that just means you'll pay too much. Exactly. When I was a child, yeah, won't win anything. I won't have the I heart to, to do it, but she will. Every yeah. contest that I ever <laughs> entered when I was a kid, if if there if there was like a chance that you could win, I won. I would work so hard. I had to win the contest. I had to be like the king of the. Even I wasn't even a Christian, and I, at the time, and we went to like this Bible camp, and they had like a king and queen of the camp. I had to be the king of the camp. I just like I'd be the studying. King? Like I've, you couldn't be the queen of the camp. No, I was taken. You had to be the king <laughs> of the camp. Yeah, the one who learned the most Bible verses got to be like the king of the camp. So I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just I've got I've got to memorize the most Bible verses. I'm just like, oh, I were just, you the it's, king? It's really bad. I was the king, and some wow. other girl was the queen. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay. And I'm just like, okay. At an all girl camp. Yeah. And right. then there was um, a skate a thon. And it, the one who really got the most sponsors would win a pair of skates. So every day after school, I was out walking up and down the streets and going to businesses and spending like every waking hour getting. Um, getting spawned i don't know why i was Did just born competitive man you should have gotten to sales i want a pair of skates i got a 25 dollar pair of skates like yeah i probably like worked you know 200 hours for this <laughs> pair of skates <laughs> and then i won a dance-a-thon did you give because, the company right. free sponsors to get those skates or was it just give sponsoring you company Oh, they were sponsoring me. They'd okay. be like, "Yeah, I'll give you like ten cents." Uh, um, I got. I think I oh, went around. Okay, so it wasn't like we you had to go to around them. the ice fifty times or something. Huh. And so they would sponsor me per lap around, around the rink. Huh. So yeah. That's weird. And then you, uh, we won a hundred dollar gift card for the Bay Downtown. Huh. That was good. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. 
and then I want to dance with them. Not much you can do with that at the bay anymore. No, it's just they closed that one. Yeah. Did no. they? Yeah. <laughs> they did. But isn't the bay just like notoriously expensive? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's a little more high end. Yeah. You know, of a, of a department store. Yeah, for sure. It seems to me like it, it almost feels like it's sinful to be competitive. Is it? Because as I'm saying well, it, that's I'm a thinking, pretty heavy question. Wow. Yeah. To throw out there. Because doesn't that mean to that Nathaniel? you have to be better than <laughs> Are you other asking people? me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> does it say anywhere um, in Colossians is it about this? In Colossians yes, I'm sure or it does. Psalms, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's not like I was bragging after, even though I'm still talking about it. Like even though you're 50 years later, about it 20 years after. <laughs> yeah. But no, I just maybe it's a good thing because I would be like, whatever your hand, God gives your hand to do, do it with all your might. But I don't think that's the same as having to win. If you're doing no. it to best but Paul, people. Maybe. What? If you're doing it to be better than people. But if you're, then that's a problem. Yeah, if you're doing it for fun just because it's a little challenge. I'm pretty well, sure I was doing it to be better than the other cat kids at school. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, Pro- yeah so that I was mean, probably as a kid, where though, is that a problem? Because I, I was like, that's like not... That, um, you're kind of taught I, to do that at school. Like, hey, try to I be the other kids. I think you should do your... B- yeah, no, no, you should always do your best. Yeah. So I mean, Wouldn't it's, you it, want to get the best grades in the class and stuff like I never did, but oh, I guess you, some you kids are competitive you know, at they actual want. school. No, <laughs> okay. no. isn't that no. weird? You would think I wouldn't. Maybe if somebody would have explained it to me and said, "Hey, you could be the top of the class," then I would have probably studied my head off. No, but I never really said, thought about it. Here, we'll give you this this pair of skates <laughs> if you. If, yeah. if you study hard and become top it, of the class. It could be that we were just so poor that the, you know, like saying that I could get a free pair of skates if I do the work, like I'm, I'm doing it. I got to have these skates. It could be that it was the reward that made it all worth it for me. Maybe it's just hmm. that you had nothing to do. That might be that it. That too. Like maybe you were just bored. Yes. <laughs> you just needed something to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I still think, but but then when I go on eBay now as an adult, this was about 10 years ago. Like, I just went kind of like my brain just, I have to have this. Wow. You know, that that's not right. That I'm sure that that, yeah, that is not self-control. That's just being like, I have to have something that, that I shouldn't necessarily need. So mm-hmm. in that case... That's bad. If you don't have self-control over yourself for doing that, then yeah, that's got to be really bad. I I think this is painting things with too broad of a brush, I think, because you've Mm -hmm. got things like um, professional athletes who are going to do the best that they can do and they want to win and, you know, but they're not going to rub somebody's nose in it either, you know, like Olympic athletes. You know, they don't turn around and point at people and laugh at them after they win the the 100 meter, right? (laughs) Or maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe they do. (laughs) Like, I know that Brendan, what he likes to do is he doesn't care about being better than other people, but he always wants to be, to do his very best. So whatever it is that he can do, he does it with all his might. Like if he is eating, he tries to eat his best. He'll, he'll make sure that he exercises. He'll, he'll be them like do whatever is the best that he can do. 
So that I think in that way, that's a really healthy way to be. It's almost like you're competitive with yourself. Like, mm-hmm. what is the best that I can do in this class? And that seems more like a healthy competition. And I think why you're doing it is probably a huge factor as well. You know, what's your motivation mm-hmm. to, to do that? Yeah. yeah. But people like, even in fun, like if you go to church camp as an adult and you have a game of tug of war and you're going to be like, okay, our team's against your team. You really yeah. want to win. Like there you have competition, but it's just kind of fun. It's just fun. Yeah, and yeah. you have people trash talking each other's, you know, each other's side, and it's just fun. Yeah, so I think that is very different than my reaction to eBay, <laughs> yes. which was more like, I have to win at all costs. I have to have this, and that's not that's not good. If you yeah. are not being reasonable, we have a, a car again. Every time we're, <laughs> we're on so the podcast, <laughs> maybe they drive by and go, "Oh, someone's podcasting in there." And they, oh, that fuchsia light is on in there, so they're, they're they've got the podcast going. Yeah. Can you see be. your podcast right from the window? We are in the window here. We're right. Oh, is it actually that big, easy giant to see? Window. I don't really remember. Oh, too yeah. Much. Yeah. 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 And no, then we got our like beautiful lighting in here. We've got a a pink light above us. We've got turquoise lights fuchsia. in the dining room right beside us. Fuchsia. Mark. Fuchsia. fuchsia. Okay. Yeah. Is it magenta? Yeah. No. Maybe. It's magenta. Whatever you yeah, want. Sure. It. Yeah. It's a little yeah. bit more purpley than magenta. Fair. Um, you know what time it is, Nathaniel? Uh, uh oh. yeah. You know what? Hang on just a sec before we do that. Um, you had mentioned to me a couple of days ago that we had a comment um, from a listener who um, was talking about <laughs> not <laughs> to do with you, Nathaniel. <laughs> Relax. No, this is me on the hook this time. Okay. And so I had made a comment. Ah. Yes. And mm. what was the comment? I don't remember which. Your comment was... You were talking about revelation and you said, we don't have need that anyone should teach us. Okay. And so I want to clarify this um, because I said that the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. Now that is scriptural. Now, what I was getting at was I wasn't saying that's kind of, I, I, yeah, I should have been a little bit more clear. And so, yes, we have teachers that teach us. And so people who are uh, young in the faith, Definitely, definitely. We have, you know, there are teachers that teach um, younger believers. What I well, was I getting, don't think you're ever too old to be taught. No, but what I was getting at was, I was, I was kind of had in mind the person who um, doesn't open the Bible at all to read it themselves, and relies on um, sermons from various places for their food. And that's what my focus was on that. And so I probably maybe even through the editing process didn't convey that the, the way that I should have. Right. And so that's what I was getting at was don't, don't abandon scripture um, and, and get your food somewhere else. But, you know, I said, and that's kind of where I came in with that the Holy Spirit can teach you all things. So don't be afraid of reading scripture and you'll learn a tremendous amount 
um, from reading scripture and the Holy Spirit revealing things to you. And prayer. And prayer, Mm -hmm. absolutely, and prayer. So there's a lot of things that I did leave out there. I just made that as kind of an offhand comment to, to sort of combat the idea, which is a very pervasive, modern kind of an idea that people don't need scripture. And we absolutely do. We absolutely do. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a really good point because I was thinking that if you are going to a church that is not teaching right, uh, and then you think, well, I have my pastors teaching me everything. Right. I don't have yeah. to open my Bible. You have no idea if you're really being taught the right thing. You Obviously, yeah. so many people aren't because that's why we have many um, churches that are really um, corrupt, churches that... Um, are not following the Bible. Mm-hmm. Some that I wouldn't even call really a Christian church, but yet they are under the umbrella of Christianity. And so, and but don't get me wrong also, because I think that there are so many denominations that are good. And even though we might disagree with our brother, Um, or sisters that are in the church next to us because they don't do things exactly the same way that we do. I think that if you are doing the best with the light that you have been given, what the Holy Spirit has revealed to you and you are following it to the best of your knowledge, then God will bless you for that. And so, and, and I don't know why God allows us to have different denominations Um, but I do see that there is some people that go to church, church, a denomination, love God with all their hearts, seek God all the time. And then you have another church that believes things in a different way, a slightly different way. And yet they are searching God with all of their hearts too. And when, if we let those church walls divide us and say, Hey, like those people aren't very good because they aren't. Um, worshiping God exactly as we do, then we are kind of missing the point of um, what we're doing is allowing the church walls to divide us. And I read something really interesting this week, which was about the um, Israelites when they were crossing the Jordan River going into the promised land. There were 12 tribes of Israel that went into the promised land and two and a half of the tribes, the half tribe of Manasseh, and the two other tribes stayed back on one side of the Jordan River. And the nine and a half tribes said, okay, we're going to settle in the promised land on the other side of the river. So first of all, they all went in together and they conquered the land and they conquered the giants. And then the two and a half tribes went back. So they are on the east side of the Jordan River. And what they do is they set up an altar there and they are worshiping God. So they have an altar on the east side of the river. Now, nine and a half tribes are on the west side of the river where they've set up the tabernacle. And they're like, hey, wait a minute. Look at what they're doing on the east side of the river. They've set up a tabernacle. They're worshiping God over there. And and they are um, they were really upset about it because they weren't worshiping their way on their side of the river. And um, they went over and, and Caleb, no, um, who was it that went to talk to them? It was um, Aaron's grandson, I think. I don't remember what his name was. But he went over to, he was really upset, but he said, I'm going to go over and I'm going to talk to them. And and these people said, the reason that we set up this altar is because we wanted to show our children that the, the river doesn't divide us. 
and that we are still one group. We are still one um, one church, or I don't know what the word is that they one would have people. used. One people, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That we are all Israelites, whether we are on the east side or the west side of the river, we are all Israelites. And I thought, wow, that is such a beautiful example of how we should not let the church walls divide us, but we should remember that whether we are on this side of the wall or on that side of the wall, that we were all serving the same God. Now there will be some things. And when you, like Michael said, listen to the Holy Spirit and let him guide you and convict you, you're going to start seeing some things, or you might, if you are going to the wrong church, right, Michael? Well, I mean, that that's what we you. Yeah, that's what we need to have is we need to have scripture is the authority. It is absolutely uh-huh. the authority. And yeah. if you're not in the word, you don't know if what you're being taught is correct. Um, yeah. Or if it's something that somebody came up with just just out of the blue for whatever reason, you know, and so that's where you have to be so careful. We have to follow scripture. We have to have a love of the truth. And, you know, and that's that's when we're born again we're born of the water and of the spirit and the water is signified as the word of god and so the word of god and the holy spirit you are born again you have to wield that sword which is the word of god it's why the word of god is is so pervasive everywhere and and there's just so many ways of describing it Jesus is the word of God. The, the sword is, you know, the sword of the spirit is the word of God and on and on the water and, and you can just keep going. It is a must. You have got to be in the word of God uh, or you are risking being tripped up and going astray, going in another direction that is, um, that is going to do a lot of harm. So that's my, that was my point. And that was just, you know, where I was trying to go with that in just probably too few words for sure. I think also that if we are going to a good church, but then we find out, uh, you know, I don't really like the way they're doing this. They waste, you know, maybe they have their communion. They aren't maybe... I shouldn't give any specifics. <laughs> I, was going to say. I don't want any give any specifics. But what I'm saying is sometimes people jump ship too easily also. And there is a danger of that in not in that because we are never going to find a perfect people or a perfect church. Everybody but, is at a different level of maturity. And that's another thing to keep in mind. But we have to make sure too that we don't are we don't fall into the trap of judging one another because a lot of times people will judge one another to make themselves or to justify themselves and now that is the kind of judging I'm talking about right now is don't judge somebody else to justify your own action saying well that person is worse than me so therefore I'm okay you know so that's where being rooted and grounded in the word of God is so 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 important and for judging um, one one thing that I think was what just hit me so hard was the fact that um, we are not to judge one another in the in the way that Michael, when he was disputing over the body of Moses, he was disputing with Satan, did not give a judgment against Satan, and he could have. I mean, you you couldn't find an easier target to you know to um to judge to say well you are this and you are that and you're you know the other thing yeah he would be the easiest target there is but he did not dare 
um, issue a judgment on Satan. And he just said, the Lord rebuke you because it is not our place to rebuke somebody like that. And now, yes, there's probably going to be people that are going to jump yeah, up and say... Yeah, every time we say something, it opens yet another... Yeah, there's... So, um, what, don't want to be Another discussion, because obviously there is a place for church correction. But that is if the elders of the church are dealing with people who are disobedient to the word and are not living according to the word, they are to be approached by the elders of the church, and, and there is that... There and there's also place. something, if you go to your brother, if he's doing wrong, you go to your brother first, and if he right. doesn't listen to you, then go to the church. You go to the church. Yeah, and if he but that should always yeah. be done in love and with wisdom and That's a lot of prayer. Not malice, the no malice yeah. in that whatsoever. So don't do that to other people, but definitely get into the Word if you're not in the Word, and if you are in the Word, stay in the Word for sure. Did we just open any other cans? I don't know. <laughs> We'll find out. We'll wait for the get, mail to come in. When we get the e- emails, I think. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Nathaniel, that was my long rambly I, I don't know if it's just me, thing. but I love getting mail uh, pe- of people disputing what I say. Not, really? not saying that I'm like in the right all the time. I just love. So you're not going to throw like a bag of frozen vegetables? No, if I get a message from someone saying, hey, this is wrong what you said, I love it. Because now I learned that, hey, this is how it actually is. Or I could have sure. a conversation on why they believe that or why I believe what I believe. Right. Right. It's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It just opens I, up topic. I've always liked your humility. And to me, that is, that's a really good thing to have. So don't let that go to your head because then you won't be humble anymore. Oh, that's yeah, right. it's humility. She just think, ruined you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> but, but no, I, I think that is humility and, and that is such a good thing to have that we can listen to correction. And sometimes if somebody says something even that we don't agree with, what I've learned to say is, okay, I, I'll give that some thought. Thank you. Right. But you don't have to, like, you can give it some thought and just be like, okay, you know what? Nah. I don't I, agree with them or I do agree with them. Yeah. But if it's an opinion, but it is thing. always good to give to give things thought, even if it you know, we get a little bit hurt sometimes right away and go, Oh, that kind of stung a little bit. Right. Which doesn't seem to really sting you too much. Uh, is that what you're saying? Or does it sting I you? I usually a bit? cover myself up saying, I don't actually know, but this is what I believe. I say that a lot. That's true. Ah, that's so good. just right yeah. off the bat saying, hey, I could be wrong. I don't know for certain. But yeah, I, yeah in that case, if people correct me, then I'm learning. I'm not being like told right. that I'm wrong. I'm being corrected. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, now. Bring down the word, bird. Bring that word. <laughs> bring down the now. We're going to have I don't discussion. know if I'm entirely comfortable with the whole bring down the word, bird. I like it. <laughs> I love it. It just doesn't seem to fit. (laughs) (laughs) If we get emails that say, do not say bring down the word bird, I will consider that. Okay, there you go. Well, no, because you've already said the way you consider it is consider it and then discard (laughs) it. exactly. That's why I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Okay, Nathaniel, Flora is Uh, uh, yours. uh, uh, uh Uh-oh. All right. Do you have it? Yeah, Timothy, Second Timothy. Yep. 2.15. Okay. Yep. This is the KJV, uh, King James Version, I assume. Yep. Yes. Okay. Study to shew thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of the truth. Oh, that's kind of like what we were just talking <laughs> Doesn't about. Doesn't that just, yeah. There you okay, go. I should have 
left my rambling until yeah. after you referenced like 30 minutes ago and you should be okay yeah <laughs> Go back. Rewind this podcast. Listen again. (laughs) I think that is really good because if we just read portions of the Bible here and there, we can absolutely take those things out of context. Yes. But when we read the Bible and read it and read it and start learning the Bible in its entirety, that's when we're really able to rightly divide the word of truth. So if you are going to a church that is preaching wrong, it could sound very much good on the surface. They're going to be preaching uh, verses and stories from the Bible that sound like this is right. I'm reading it right in my Bible. But if you don't take it all into context and understand the bigger picture of the scripture, you might be missing out on something. Yeah which is really important, I think. You know, and we don't want to be dragging this into a territory where we're making everything sound negative because we don't want to do that. Um, Oh, I I did. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Zing. All right. Yeah, so we just, we we don't want to give people the, the idea that Every church is suffering and there's all kinds no, of No, no, I just terrible, think that there are you know. a, a few of them that like, I know that with the Bible journaling group, there's some of them people even say, how did that person get in? Like, they don't even go to, that's not a Christian, you know, that's not a Christian church. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Some of them are just called Christian churches, but they're not really, uh-huh, I, I don't. Okay, I'm just going to say it. No, I'm not going to say it. No, you're it. not. You know, they, they <laughs> no, might just, okay, here, I'll just say this. Just because they're knocking on your door with a suit on doesn't mean they're from a Christian church. That's all I'll say. Okay, and yeah. <laughs> but, oh man, wow. But, um, yeah, but like I say, if you you will protect yourself, you will be wearing that full armor, Um you know, when you're reading the word, because you'll be able to spot things that are not consistent and not right. And one of the things that is so interesting in scripture is the fact that you get to learn the individual writers, the sort of the intricacies of, of their writing and how cool it is. And that it is st- still, um, you know, every book upholds every other book within scripture and completely and entirely and perfectly, even though they're phrased in different ways, you know, it's it, it's just amazing how everything all fits together and it's just it's so perfectly done. So yeah. those are the things that you get to glean out of the word when you're reading it. And it says study to show yourself approved. Just like the Bereans, Paul loved it, that the Bereans would hear what Paul had to say and they would go to scripture and they would search the scripture to see if it was so. He wasn't offended. He loved the fact that they would go to the scriptures and they would pour over them to make sure that what Paul was saying was truthful. And that's the way that we should be. That's the way we have to be in order to protect um, protect our faith and, and protect the church and not allow um, doctrine into the church that is going to damage the church. And so, yeah, so I... I'm finished my... Uh, I have this like thought too with the second part of that verse, rightly dividing the truth. And I think that this sounds kind of cheesy, but I got this thought in my mind about, you know, how the, the sword of the spirit, it, it is a sword. And so when we are dividing the truth, we are using the sword again to slice it, to cut it, to divide it. 
And, and so that's why it's so important to know the Bible, because that's exactly what we're going to be using also to divide other portions of scripture, to rightly divide them, to see um, how does this fit in. And yeah, so when you understand a bit of the scripture, then you can then use that to understand other parts of the scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh I, oh, I just, I love, love reading the Bible. And there is, if you've, if you use Bible Gateway, I'm going to give you a tip. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you create an account at Bible Gateway, because then you can use the notes. And I've been starting to use the notes on my Bible Gateway app. And you can highlight verses in the Bible Gateway app. And every time you log in, it's going to be there. So because my eyes are bad now that I'm getting old, I'm not that great at writing little notes (laughs) in my journaling Bible. (laughs) Yeah. Bible Hub. But now I do it online. No, not Bible Hub. Bible Bible Gateway. Maybe both. Bible Gateway. (laughs) Maybe both. (laughs) You sound like that song. Bible Hub, Bible Hub, Bible yeah. Hub, Bible, Bible Hub, Hub, all the way. Bible all Gateway, the way. all yeah, the way. The real Bible. Oh, oh, oh. oh. we got a winner okay. here. Okay, pencil, <laughs> paper, <laughs> that kind of deal. We've been schooled. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> okay. Oh, but what version, Nathaniel? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to say King James. King James version. And if you want to be really, uh, really into it, you have to say the authorized version. Why? Really? Authorized King James? Yeah. What if it's not King James authorized, authorized no. it? Oh. Some people get mad at me sometimes because I don't always use the King James Bible. Yes. Forgot what the I word use the NIV meant. a lot. I'm not a King James only person, although I'm, I was at one time. I'm definitely not a NIV person. <gasps> I'm not. You no. don't like it? Well, I wouldn't say I don't like it. I love period. Why? I find it <laughs> why such would you go to easy, easy understanding? Yeah. Why would you open this can of worms? No, no, no. Oh, I mean, that's what we're all about. <laughs> why would you have more what? than one that you want to go for? If you like the King James version, okay. why would you switch it? Uh, well, I don't like the paraphrased. Mm. Okay. So I don't like, I'll I, tell shouldn't you why say, in a I shouldn't say I don't like, but I prefer not to read the paraphrased um, versions of the Bible like the NIV. That's it's fair. to me, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's too paraphrased for me. I like to know exactly what those words are. And the New American Standard gets it as close as, as anything to giving you, as, you know, to the Greek, as close to the Greek as possible. And I like that. Okay. You know, I like the, the fact that that is. Now, King James was a, you know, was a version that it was the best version in his time. Mm. The problem with the King James is that very hard the to read. language has changed. Yeah. yeah. Well, the language has changed. And so... I get a little bit nervous that people are going to be tripped up and they do get tripped up with some of the words that are used yeah. in the in the King James. I mean, that one right? verse they don't I just know read what it means. was very tough. Well you, you had the word shoe. Study to shoe thyself approved unto God. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and so some people would find that a little bit difficult and maybe would throw them mm-hmm. if they're not used to the old English approach. And so um, so I have nothing against the King James. Um, we quote the King James a lot mm-hmm. in, in I try to quote the King James yeah. mostly, but sometimes yeah. I'll use the NIV because I think someone might not understand this, like a word in the King James might say, um, let your conversation yeah. be this way. Yeah. Or a, ma- a husband will be won over by the conversation of the wife. Yeah. I think that, I think... And it doesn't mean conversation. Is. It means that the... the 
is that the verse I'm thinking of? I might have that wrong. But it, it, it doesn't always mean conversation. It doesn't mean like you talk them into it. What it means is that your lifestyle, your lifestyle. is a certain yeah. way. What? And so when I am putting, yeah. <laughs> You're so saying what? It, it, it uses the word conversation. Why? It uses old English words. Oh, okay. Yeah, th- those are. Yeah, those are all old English gotcha. words. And a lot of people were a little angry with the fact that King James, because of King James, the apostle was named James because his really? name was actually not. Yeah. Huh. So there's all kinds of little things like that. But it, as for a translation, though, it's a great translation. Yeah. Uh, it really is. And, um, you know, nobody's going to say anything awful about it. For me, my worry is just like I say, with people that are getting into it now who don't understand. It could be very old, overwhelming. It, it can I'm worried that people would put it down because they feel like it's beyond them and to me that is such a shame because if they opened up a different version of the Bible and I'm not saying go so paraphrased to some of these that right. are nothing more than storybooks and you know so you want to get a, a decent um, you know a, a really decent um, translation the ESV is a great translation um, the New American Standard is a great translation. Uh, NIV is pushing it a little bit, but I've seen verses in the NIV that were actually really quite good mm. and, and did a, a really good job on the on the translation. You know, so like yeah. I say, it's it's whatever your preference NIV is. is so here's new the, international, right? That's yeah. right. That's right. Here's the example that I wanted to use. It's 1 Peter 3, 1. It says, Likewise, ye wives... Be in subjection to your own husband that if any obey not the word, the Bible that is, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. So what it's really saying is that you can win your husband over without a word. But if you read it here and you don't understand it, you'll say, okay, they can be won by the conversation of the wives, which some people might take to mean I can talk my husband into being a Christian. And what it's really saying is that they'll be won over by your lifestyle. So that is one example where I would use a different um, translation where I would say they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. But so just all that to say, I, I love to use King James when I can, but sometimes I do use other versions to try to help people understand. Yeah, if there's any of those... Because that's really my goal. Yeah, any of those old English words that are very difficult to understand, we'll usually go to a different version just to help people out. Um, but I really love the way that the King James really flows, especially with, mm-hmm. with verses that are well known. It's just so nice to hear them you know, in, in the King James, uh, in the King James writing. And one time I wrote a whole book and then my publisher was like, no, you have to use, I think it was NIV. NIV. <laughs> so I had to go through the whole book and change all the scriptures yeah. over to NIV. Yeah. So I started just using NIV, um, for a while because I was planning on publishing the books and then, yeah, then I started being like, you know, I'm publishing these myself. So now I just kind of switch between the two. I feel like I'm making excuses here <laughs> i see okay. I, i'm doing the rambling thing again isn't uh, excuse always again. a bad thing though um, or is it more of an explanation I, sometimes well an, an explanation is an explanation but an excuse i think has that sort of negative connotation to it. it i'm going to look it up right now define excuse there you go attempt attempt to lessen the blame oh 
attaching to, seek, defeat, or justify. Justify. It means, I guess, an excuse is seeking to justify, which would be Yourself. fine. Yeah, you could want to justify something that is justifiable. There you go. But if you're using an excuse to lessen the blame, that would not be good. Right. Yeah, lessening the blame? Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Yeah. 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 yeah anyway. Oh, and here's a bad one. A reason or explanation put forward to defend or justify a fault or offense. Bad. There you go. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> we need a sound clip, a sound yeah. bite of her bad, saying. Bad. Good. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> the excuse, even the emoji on the excuse looks like he is bad. Okay, so <laughs> I'm getting told to close off right now. So we are going to close the podcast and check out my book that I recently um, finished. It's up on Amazon. I think we announced it a few weeks ago and the we Bible did. study is coming up in about a week. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just did the... You did. Oh, I love it. Does that make me old? It makes you very... <laughs> no. it, yeah, it does. Oh. I love it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry So for the book is in. called Abundance Bearing Fruit, Fruit yeah. for Every Good Work. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Sweet. And also check out the website, timewarpwife.com, where you'll find marriage prayers, daily yes. devotions, and Bible studies. Yep. Look up Nathaniel Schacht online and you'll find some sweet music. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> don't. Yeah, you're supposed to. Yeah, you're supposed Ooh. to say something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the Etsy store. Etsy. Our Etsy store, too. The we are going to post. We'll be posting a link in our Bible journaling. I'll post a link on my um, Facebook page as well. So yeah, we'll get that if you don't there. remember the link that we gave you earlier, don't worry. You'll see one on my Facebook page as soon as we're a little more stocked up. But yes. And I was going to say, too, I haven't haven't checked this with anybody but if anyone has any ideas or something that they would want to hear us discuss on the podcast fire it off to us by email info at timewarpwife.com and we'd be happy to take a look at it and and we'll it think of, we'll give it some consideration <laughs> yeah, we won't let darlene consider anything nathaniel and i will just go ahead and we'll we, we got that. this we got yeah. this we got it yeah all right have a great week we'll talk to you later bye-bye bye for now <laughs>